Uh, good morning, everybody. Yeah, it is uh, May 13th, 2020. It is 6.27 a.m. Um, in the morning. And it has the title, <coughs> suggestion, excuse me there. Don't worry, I don't have it. If you're wondering, I don't because I keep myself protected and clean. And I've got God protecting me as well. So, um, But yeah, welcome to basically what is a midweek topics on my mind uh, video. So just to first of all, get something out of the way. I was going to make this announcement yesterday uh, while well, I was uh, waiting for my ride, but my ride came a little too soon. So I had to um, basically stop the video and, um, and uh, basically, um, like I said, I had to stop the video and I had to erase it from my phone. Uh, but long story short, uh, but basically long story short, this is something I want to try to do. Now, I did get up around 5.30, but of course you have to wake yourself up, allow your body to wake up, you know, take care of a few things, you know, get something to drink, like get some iced coffee or something, uh, stuff like that. You know, get your you know bearings together. Get the things you need um, uh, ready together um, for for work. Like I have to work today at eight thirty. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> anyway, I wanted to come on here because basically around starting the the thirtieth, I believe. I think it's the thirtieth. Hold on. Yeah, basically starting the week of the thirtieth. And going from May 30th all the way to um, to the 7th of June, I will be off. And the reason I say that is um, I'm basically taking a mental break. Um, I'm still going to get paid because most of that week, uh, the five days that I'll be off, Monday through Friday, is going to be covered by my paid time off and my protected paid time off, which in collaboration with the sick leave I have, you know, is enough time for me to take. Because even though when I check my status um, as to how much time I have, you know, last week when I did all this, all the week, like, yeah, around last week and the week prior when I did all this, uh, basically, the PTO went down to zero. Now it's starting to build itself back up. The more I work, the more time gets built back into the PTO, the sick leave, and the protected PTO that I've had to use. So uh, basically, in closing uh, on that, before we get into the topics, uh, basically, I'm taking that time, which is over a week, if you will. Yeah, it's kind of surprising, but it's over a week. I'm taking that time to myself because I need to mentally get my facilities together. You know, I need physically, I need to relax, <coughs> you know, stuff like that. So basically, I'm taking a bit of what's known as like a, a week long mini vacation, but I can't, obviously, I can't go anywhere really unless they open up a few areas, but, uh, but yeah, I'm just taking time to just get, get, get my facilities together 
And that's going to be within the span of seven, and that'll happen in 17 days, which will come a lot quicker uh, than you think. But during that time, what I plan to do, um, starting right now and maybe going on mostly that week that I'm off, is getting up early to do these live streams and all that. Because, of course, as I've alluded to in the past, I live with other people. I live with others in this house. So so you have to work around them. Like one of the things I'm able to work around, if I can do it, if I feel up to it, is I could take my GoPro. This is basically the, uh, this here is basically the holder for the GoPro or whatever. <coughs> Excuse me. But this is the, um, the holder for it. And uh, what I can do is basically uh, you utilize that to do maybe a short video or something like that, because one of the mem- because of the fact that those that I live with in this house, one of them at least, uh, basically has to do an online webinar to kind of continue their training while they're off with their job. So depending on how long the webinar is, courtesy of Vimo and the website of the webinar, um, I'm able to possibly do a video here and there. If I do a live stream, that'll be something I can do as well. The only thing that I have to worry about, or not worry about, but kind of keep an ear out for is if they need my help when it comes to the webinar. Um, but yeah, that's what I, but yeah, basically that's another way I'm able to put videos out, um, as well. Uh, the other way I'm able to do videos is if I do videos, um, I do them basically, uh, the night before the day before, like I said, doing that possible open opportunity. And if they're in multiple parts, edit them together. And then, and then if I'm, not tired, try to upload them that night on here onto YouTube, but premiere them the next day. So in other words, if I have a video that I've edited, edited together, thanks to the Cyberlink power director uh, software, that basically if I feel it's too late to upload it and premiere it within, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes after it's been uploaded onto YouTube, then I will set it for several hours from now, uh, from that time to premiere in the morning. So at least I'm contributing, uh, <coughs> uh, contributing to something, um, at least. But yeah, basically the week of the 30th to June of May 30th to June 7th, uh, depending on the situation, I will be getting up like this. I will try to be doing this uh, from now on, which will be a little hard to do, depending on my work schedule. I'll be trying to do something like this so I can um, basically contribute uh, to this channel with live streams discussing with with live stream discussions of either my topics on my mind series or other things that come to mind that I want to talk about. I want to discuss. <coughs> Excuse me. So anyway, without so with anyway uh, with that done with that out of the way that explanation of what's happening and what's to come. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about some topics now, shall we?
Let's talk about some some topics now, shall we? Let's say get this all together here. But uh, let's talk about some topics now, shall we? <coughs> Excuse me. Give me there. As I'm just linking this up into several areas. So I do apologize. Uh, but anyway. Anyway, though, um, <coughs> again, do apologize. Uh, let's talk about some uh, topics, uh, shall we? Let's talk about some topics as I will try to get to them. Okay, so we're going to try to go as quickly as we can because, of course, i got to get myself ready for work. And originally I was planning to do this around uh six o'clock anyway but of course you know like i said i have to wake yourself up and stuff so but i still got time don't worry about it uh but let's talk about some topics here shall we the first topic we're going to talk about is another stimulus check heading our way and is it worth and is it worth it i should say is it worth is it worth it forget that, that for the country financially We'll talk about that. Uh, the second topic is we're going to talk about Vice Channel, if you have Vice, the cable channel. Um, Dark Side of the Ring series and why you should be watching it. <coughs> why, and why you should be watching it. The third topic is buying slash owning movies slash shows or having family slash friends giving movies slash shows to you as gifts, but yet you haven't had the chance to watch them. What could be the reason? We'll talk about that. Number four is work essential or not staffing. Okay. Fourth one is called, will be known as work essential or not staffing going through changes in employees who have
Okay. So basically, number four is work, essential or not, staffing, going through changes, and employees who haven't been there long enough getting leveled up before long-time employee, long, getting leveled up before long-time employees? Why? That's number four. Basically, uh, work, essential or not, uh, staffing, going through changes, and employees who haven't been there long enough getting leveled up before long-time employees, and, you know, why? Number five, 4th of July, fireworks canceled for this year and why we shouldn't be too fast to believe that. And number six, of course, I'm a fan of it. Anybody is. My Little Pony Friendship is Magic's uh, mid-quill or mid-pelage, as I call it, which is kind of in the middle of the finale and the uh, in the middle of the final chapter and the epilogue of the story, the mid-pelage. Uh, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic series, Friendship is Forever, and is and why it's not just a comic book by IDW anymore. <laughs> so um, with that said, without further ado, let's, uh, yeah, we got some kids around here, so they're gone. Um, anyway. Like I said, let's take a look at the uh, first topic here and this midweek topics on my mind, Wednesday edition for today, the 13th of May. It is now currently 641. Okay, so the first topic is another stimulus check heading our way, and is it worth it for the country financially? Okay, for a lot of you that probably already know this, and I'm currently um, in the process of knowing it, uh, back last month, mid, basically around the mid-portion of last month, month uh, well, basically about a month ago, I should say now, uh, Trump started sending out directly, you know, directly uh, into your deposit, your bank deposit, or physically, basically being check, paper check-wise, Trump started to send out uh, the 1200 to 2400 plus 600 depending on your status uh, that it falls under a stimulus to everyone in the country to help us get through these um, uh, unexplainable times. So although a lot of us were grateful and still are because some of us, like I said, depending on our status um, are getting, you know, monthly stimulus. The question obviously is, uh, basically, like I said, the question obviously is, was it enough? Was the 1200 the 2400 a month, stuff like that, is it enough? Well, apparently, several Democrats and maybe Republicans in Congress and in the House of Representatives uh, don't believe it was. As a matter of fact, three individuals, and you may know who they are, depending on how you feel about them, that being Bernie Sanders, Kamala Harris, and Nancy Pelosi, and I think a few others, basically feel that the 1200 that was sent out to people was not enough, and that 
The next stimulus should be a little bit more than that, at least 800 more, and it should be received on a monthly basis. Now, from apparently from what I've also read up, it's kind of changed. They've kind of changed the tone, and it's just going to be another one, one-time 1,200 deposit, along with maybe a monthly thing, continuously of who knows how much to go along with it. But yeah, but yeah, it seems that Pelosi and Sanders and Harris and several others want to try to give uh, the American people a little bit more cash, a little bit more financial stability. Now, what's funny, according to a lot of people that are reading about this or listening listening up about this, um, to a lot of to some people, if not a lot of people. Even though they feel like this is a good idea, maybe because we don't know exactly, you know, what phase or what step, you know, our jobs or our businesses that we run um, are going to be involved in when it comes to reopening and how. Uh, even though some of us may think it's a good idea, those same people feel that what Pelosi is doing, what you know, what Pelosi is doing in trying to present this. Is hypocritical. You know, it's hypocritical. It's two-faced, whatever you want to call it. Because basically, you know, here's an individual along, here's an individual who's part of this, along with Sanders and Harris and several others, and is obviously the head of it, or at the head of it. Here's someone that tried to stall last month's stimulus from happening that was proposed by Trump. And now she wants to present something similar possibly a little bit with an additional 800 to what Trump gave us, or if not in that same category, here she is proposing this idea along with some other uh, things to go along with it. And a lot of people are saying that she's being hypocritical. Now, the question is, will this proposed second stimulus with all its you know, catches and stipulations and stuff, whatever you want to call them, added to it, will it pass? Will it become a reality? Um, honestly, I, I don't know. I think, I mean, honestly, I really don't know. I don't know if it will be a reality. I don't know if it could be something that Trump would actually agree with her on. But, um, I, I don't know. I don't really know. Um, I mean, yes, financially for a lot of us that need the extra cash, it would be nice to have. But um, honestly, I, I don't know. I mean, Trump has been very vocal about Pelosi and how she's acted. I mean, again, there have been some things that they will agree with by putting the personal differences aside. But, you know, there are some, there are a lot of other things that outweigh those, that outnumber those. Uh, times will agree on something by putting the differences aside. There are a lot more things that outnumber that. And in the end, you know, in the end, it's actually Trump's call. Trump's the one that has to say, okay, you know, I'll, I'll prove this. I'll let the people have a little bit more cash. But I think the big catch, though, is depending on how this is presented, it's either... 
it's either going to go, it's either going to pass or it's not going to pass. Because like I said, one of the, one of the things that's been proposed as a part of this, depending on what the number is um, financially that they plan to give, you know, amount wise to the people, it all depends on how it will be distributed. In other words, will it be just like before a one-time deal? Or will it be something that's a monthly situation? And I think, honestly, if they go the monthly route where everybody gets like 1200 or, or 1200 or 2000 a month, I don't think that's going to succeed. I don't think that'll pass because they'll, because not just Republicans, but there will also be Democrats and maybe some independents that'll be like, yeah, Pelosi, Sanders, Harris, and whoever else. We like the idea, we want to support it, but we can't do delivery of this amount on a monthly basis. We have to do it once in a while. Like I can see them maybe saying, okay, um, once every few months. Like the first two months of it, like that being April, like like April and June could be, or April, yeah, April and June could be the first, could be an example how it how it happens. Like, you want to do another one in June? Send something out in June for people. That's fine, but you'll have to wait till August to do another one. Then you'll have to wait till October and then December. That's how they probably agree to, you know, give um, the amount of twelve hundred to two thousand out to the people, not on a monthly basis, but on a bi monthly basis. So. I could see them passing it if it's a bi-monthly deal um, and all that, but I don't see it passing if it's, you know, let's give these people money on a monthly deal. I could also see it passing if it's just, again, a one-time situation. But, again, but like I said, that's up to whether or not the idea passes. And, we, and if it does pass the Senate, it does pass the House, then it's up to Trump whether or not he wants to sign it into law and make it happen. But are we getting another stimulus? Right now, it looks like they want to do that. Um, but again, it's the but again the idea is head up uh, is head up by three, if not more, individuals. One of them at the lead, of course, is Pelosi, who is acting hypocritical on this, according to a lot of people, whether they like the idea or they don't. But then the other question is, is it worth it for the country financially? And that's another div- another di- a dividing. Another people feel like it is worth it for the country to at least get one more stimulus sent their way to at least stabilize them because hopefully by the time they get this last one, things will start to kind of semi-get back to normal. Uh, well, others don't believe it is necessary because if you do this, depending if it's twelve hundred or two thousand, you know what you're going to do is you're going to bankrupt the company. You're going to not the company, but you're going to bankrupt the country. You're going to put them in debt or put this country in debt a lot more than anybody thinks it should be. And you know, it's it's something that obviously, you know, is again another division amongst a lot of people. I mean, again, the idea sounds great. It sounds perfect to, you know, accom- you know, to accomplish and make a reality. But um, in the end, it's still something that, you know, needs to be considered 
as risk taking. It's a it's a huge risk financially for the country if you go that route. Now, again, I'm not against maybe doing this because it would help out a lot of people financially, but you know, still it's it's something that I think needs to be looked at. It needs to be discussed further. And I think the big question anybody would want to answer is why now? Why is Pelosi now supportive of the idea more so than she was previously? I mean, it's like she was supportive, but she was stalling it. Like, what? Like, why now? Why is she more for it? And I think the honest answer is again, it's the fact that Pelosi doesn't like Trump. And I don't. And I don't know if it's because she believes Trump's hiding something. I don't know if it's because of the fact that Trump beat Clinton and Pelosi was a strong advocate of Clinton's. We don't know. But right now, another stimulus, it's still got that big question mark around it or in front of it. And it's still got several um, layers to overcome before it actually becomes a reality. One of the biggest layers and obstacles is whether or not Trump will sign the okay on it. So is it heading our way? Are we getting another stimulus? Again, that's up in the air. It's a big question mark in front of it right now. Uh, but will it be worth it for the country financially to get another stimulus, depending on the amount? Again, that's kind of a divided discussion. Um, that, you know, the future of the country will... Again, it's a divided discussion because if it happens... Will it? Will the country still be financially, you know, borderline okay, or will it finally go pew right into debt? We don't know. So, as so, you know, it's that's up in the air. So basically, that's a division between people that you know want to see it happen and those that feel it shouldn't happen. So, so that's about. What's going on? So that's what's basically going on there. That's what's basically going on there. But like, like I said, it's a big question mark. The first thing that, the, but basically, the first thing that has to happen is that question of will we, will it be, will we get the stimulus or not? That's that's the big question we have to, um, we have to look into. Okay, so next topic on our discussion block here um, is Vice Channel's Dark Side of the Ring and why you should be watching it. And let me let me tell you guys about this series. This series is in its second season. Its season finale is next Tuesday, and this is a great series. Now, apparently, reports are that with a third season greenlit for Vice, that the people behind Dark Side of the Ring plan to not just stay focused on wrestling and the untold uh, dark and the well-renowned, if not untold uh, dark stories of individuals involved in the business being discussed and being showcased for the first time, if not for maybe the second or third time, depending on how you first heard about it. But it seems that the people behind Dark Side of the Ring want to go beyond just wrestling. They want to go to maybe MMA. They want to go to boxing. So, you know, they want to go into one of those fields. 
So it'll be really interesting uh, what they what they tackle uh, in the third season. I mean, there's still a lot of very behind the scenes, untold, you know, stories and revisions of some things that happened in wrestling that have yet to be discussed that people would love to hear Dark Side of the Ring tackle. And they could still potentially do that. I mean, I'm sure they're open to a lot of ideas. Uh, but again, but again, like I said, um, the plan for the third season is not just to still focus on wrestling, which will probably be the primary source of content, but to also expand outside of that to places like boxing, kickboxing, MMA, Muay Thai, stuff like that. So it'll be really, really interesting to see, um, be really intriguing and interesting to see what they have planned for that new season. But Dark Side of the Ring as a whole so far has been really, really good. The first season gave us some good stories. There's no doubt about it. The first season definitely gave us some good stories. Um, but this one, the second season, they always, because here's the thing, they, here's that old saying of sometimes the sequel is better than the original, right? Or the second season always better than the first. Well, that the same could be said here for Dark Side of the Ring because the second season here has really picked up the ball. It really picked up the ball. Uh, it started with a two-part, two-hour premiere on the Chris Benoit situation. Um, it's talked about Dino Bravo. It talked about the Brawl for All, which I think was to kind of lighten the mood a little bit. It talked about David Schultz. Um, they talked about New Jack. They just talked about the Road Warriors. Uh, they talked about the UWF last week. And then, like I said, they just talked about the Road Warriors last night. And then the finale is going to be Owen Hart. So, yeah, you talk about beginning emotionally and ending emotionally on a high note. Those, those uh, for Dark Side of the Ring's second season and really you know, starting the season with a bang, no offense, and then ending it with a bang, no offense. Yeah, Dark Side of the Ring is definitely doing that. And um, a lot of people that don't really watch it that much or review it that much have already come out and said, hey, when they do the Owen episode, we're watching it and we're reviewing it. So, yeah, it's, uh, but again, it's a great documentary series. They they talked about, la I mean, the first season, they talked about Fabulous Moolah, and how she was not so fabulous and stuff, you know, and how she really was behind the scenes, according to many. They talked about uh, Gino Hernandez, who is known for his time in WCCW. Um, who, else, who else did they talk about? Um, I can't think of who. I got to look it up. Oh, yeah. And they also talked about Jimmy Superfly Snooker and the Murder in the Murder of his girlfriend, Nancy. So they talked about that this season um, as well. And like I said, who, who else did they talk about this year? Let me, let me see. Good old, good old Wikipedia, if you will. Okay. So in the first season, they talked about match made in heaven, which was Randy Savage and Elizabeth stories that we knew about. And some stories we didn't know about. Then they talked about the Montreal screw job, which again was, I guess, to kind of lighten the mood a little bit and kind of give some other stories that we didn't know about. 
Uh, then they talked about the murder of killer, uh, the mur- the murder, I should say, of bruisy, a bruiser Brody. Then they talked about the last of the Von Erics, which was, of course, WCCW, which we've had before. Then they talked about Gina Hernandez, which was also part of that, well, was connected to WCCW. And then, of course, the fabulous Moolah. That was the finale for last year. And in this year, they have a little bit more. They only had like eight episodes last year. This year, they've had, I mean, they only had six episodes, like I said, last season. This season, they had 10 times, they had 10 more than that. They had, of course, the two-part Benoit premiere. They had the thing on New Jack. They had the Brawl for All. They had Jimmy Snuka. They had Dino Bravo. They had David Schultz. They had the Herb Abrams story of the UW, of Herb Abrams and the UWF. And then yesterday they had, uh, uh, last night they had the last ride of the Road Warriors and the final days of Owen Hart. Now, you might say, well, didn't WWE do something on the Road Warriors? Yeah, they did do something on the Road Warriors. Um, so yeah, it's not the first, so yeah, the, but we're here, we're getting more, um, information than we didn't get with WWE. Um, so it's really interesting. So it's really intriguing to to hear about that because what they did with the Road Warriors last night is they talked to well, of course they talked to Animal, but they also talked to Barry Darso, they talked to Scott Norton, people they didn't talk to in the WWE presentation, and, and a few others. So yeah, it was it was really good. And then, like I said, next week is the final days of Owen. Heart, which they actually, believe it or not, got Owen's wife to agree to talk about. So I can, so you can only imagine, you can only imagine how what her side of the story is going to be. Because the one thing I will say about these documentaries, these bio, these documentaries, these behind-the-scenes things you didn't know about, some of the people they talk about, you know, they they, they stick to the guns when it comes to how they feel about certain things. And you can only imagine what um, Owen's wife's going to say and whether or not she still sticks to her guns as to how she believes her husband passed and all that. So it's going to be really interesting. Um, But yeah, it's definitely a show you should watch. If you have Vice, you should be watching it. I think it's really good. Uh, I'm all for it. And I'm all for it for a third season and maybe even more than that. I would love to see a third season. I would like to see a fourth season. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a show worth going out and watching and enjoying and just, you know, having a good time. I wouldn't say having a good time with, but it's, it's one of those shows that if you're into crime dramas or crime investigations like what you see on id and all that it's definitely worth watching if you're a fan of cops and you're a fan of sports documentaries and you like seeing the two combined together dark side of the ring to me is one you have to watch it's definitely one you have to watch so yeah i highly recommend it you should be watching it in my opinion okay so number three the third topic here we're going to get to is buying slash owning movies slash shows or having family slash friends giving movies and shows to you as gifts, but yet you haven't had the chance to watch them. What could be the reason? Now, 
I know some people that are subscribed to my channel and that uh, I've met online um, are going to be watching this. And I'm going to come out and I'm going to say, honestly, that for those that have sent me stuff uh, out of the kindness of the heart, I appreciate it and I thank you. God bless you. And I hope you're staying safe and trying to get through this time as best you can. Because if you turn to God, and I'm going to be honest to those that are going through this, going through a tough situation right now. Give it to God. Pray. Pray to him. Give it to him. And you'll be surprised at the outcome. You'll be surprised as a result. The answers that you will get because of that. But. Again, you know, these are people that are the kindness of the heart have sent me, you know, some stuff uh, in the mail, and I really, truly appreciate it. Um, and so I, that's why I want to come out, first of all, and say I, I apologize for not having a chance to watch a lot of the stuff they would send me when they do, because a lot's going on. A lot happens in life. You know, I'm working. You know, I'm sure they understand that, but I'm also... But here's the thing, when you work and you're tired, you don't feel like really watching much. And I think I think someone that we are that I'm a good friend with, that I do have my disagreements with, especially when it comes to what's going on right now and a certain uh, individual in the middle of it who leads our country. Um but I think a friend of mine said it best. His name's Zara Nizarak. And I think he said it best when he said that because he said this when I when he was opening a package that I sent him several years ago and he saw that I had sent him the Blu-ray versions of Rio Bravo, which was a classic um Western. You know, he was happy to get it and he said he'll you know, it's something he can watch when he gets in the mood for some spaghetti westerns. And then he basically talked about, well, this is what happens when you have a collective taste. You know, you basically not, I'm, I'm not trying to paraphrase what he said, but what he basically pointed out was, this is what happens when you have a collective taste. You don't have time to watch a lot of the stuff that you own or has been given to you. And that's the same with, with me. You know, I have such a collective taste that I don't have time to watch some of the things that I own, that I buy, or is given to me. Heck, I can't even, you know, I don't even have time sometimes to sit back and, and watch all the episodes of MLP as much as I want to, whether the on Hulu or Netflix or whatever, just so I can give my thoughts on the series as a whole and the episodes that people say you should be watching. Because I'm either tired from work or... You know, I, there's other stuff that comes up. So, again, I do apologize for not having the opportunity and the time to do so, but I will do so. I mean, I mentioned earlier, I'm going to, at the beginning, I'm going to take a bit of a break during the first week of June, starting May 30th. So, I'm probably going to have time to do it then. But, again, I do apologize if I haven't had a chance for not having the opportunity to watch the stuff when I get it. Because one thing that I've noticed that, uh, you know, gets pointed out to a lot of individuals, including myself, is us talking about, 
you know, certain things when it comes to shows or movies that we have yet to, you know, I, and, you know, why we're giving our thoughts on it when we haven't done it. And it's, well, here's the thing. It's called word of mouth. You know, one thing that a lot of us like to do is we like to watch reviews and maybe even the spoiler editions of the reviews that are connected within the same video or sliced into two videos that you see here on Vimo or YouTube, I should say, or places like Vimo and all that. Because, you know, we want to see whether or not we'll want to go and rent the movie or watch the movie or, or go and see the movie ourselves, whether or not we know what's going to happen or not. You know, so then we can give our own uh, perspective. You know, and I, I know people don't like the idea that you're going to that you go and see a movie after you already know what's going to happen. But again, it's our own perspective, because even if somebody does a spoiler, they're not telling you everything you if you go and see it and you see some of the things they talk about. But then you see some other things, you know, you can add to that. Excuse me there. Like I say, you can add to that. So uh, to me. Uh, so, you know, to me, you know, when people like myself get asked, you know, why we do that, it's hard to avoid, or, it, well, maybe it's not hard to avoid, but it's also just curiosity as to what others think about it. And they will basically say, look, there's spoilers. And again, maybe, you know, when you watch it, you know, you might have a different opinion about it. Like, even if you are spoiled, you'll be like, yeah, you know, that's what they said about it. And yeah, I see what they're talking about. But I thought it was good. And I could see why they did it. So as strange as that sounds, that's basically why I think other people would listen to spoilers along with the reviews. So that if they do watch it and they do see what they're pointing out, but then they think, hey, it's it's not that bad, they can give their own perspective. But yeah, you know, again, the reason why a lot of us have, haven't had the chance, like myself, Zara Nizrak, and many out there like Bob Show, Angry Joe, Joe Vargas, Lynn Cara, Doug Walker of Channel Awesome, James Wolf of Angry Video Game Nerd fame, um, you know, Patrick Butler, many others, MJ Knight, you know, and like I said, Zara Nizrak, you know, the reason we haven't had a chance to watch all these movies, I mean, Jeremy Johns and Chris Stockman, they own a lot of movies. John Campa owns a lot of movies. But the thing is, the reason we haven't had a chance to sit down and watch them all the time, despite us buying them or they're given to us, is because not only do we have a collective taste, but we have a lot of other priorities at times. And it's not that we don't want to, you know, push those aside. I mean, I have a ton of DC animated films that I have yet to watch fully. I have a lot of the MCU films that I have yet to watch fully. I haven't even watched Bad, for, Bad Boys for Life, and I just got that. So, yeah, there are a lot of things I have yet to watch fully, um, or even for the first time, because of the fact that, you know, a lot of stuff comes up. And sometimes when I'm working, I get home and I'm tired. Heck, when I got picked up from work yesterday, I laid the chair back in the passenger seat a little bit and started to fall asleep because I was tired. But again, it's not that, 
you know, none of us don't want, but the thing is, it's not that I don't want to watch these films. I do. You know, I do want to watch these films. But right now, it's just a matter of how, just a matter of finding the time and doing it. Heck, there's a movie, there are certain movies that I started watching through the stream lately that I want to watch, I want to complete, but I haven't had a chance to do so because I'm tired. And again, it's not that I don't want to finish them off. I do. So, you know, that's one of the main reasons is, you know, you have other things come up. And one of the other reasons is, you know, there's work. And it's not, and when you feel like you just want to rest, you just want to crash, you know, that's all that matters to you. Again, I again, like I said at the beginning, I apologize for not having the chance to really watch the things when I first get them. But again, you know, my mind is either I'm just so tired that I just want to rest or other things come up. It doesn't mean, you know, we're avoiding them. Heck, I have heck, there's numerous members of my family that have yet to watch movies that they own or uh they own or they or, or is given to them as gifts they've yet to find time to watch them for the first time ever too because other things are coming up <clears throat> you know i mean i know one of my family members right now is, has enjoyed the opportunity to watch some films but now that's going to start to go astray because that family member is going to go by, is going to be heading back to work real soon so yeah it's not that none of us don't want to watch these films we do or these shows we do it's just you know when you work and you're tired you want to rest when you when other things come up you know that takes priority and i'm not saying that to be offensive or anything and again like i say i do apologize i do apologize you know but you know when the opportunity presents itself like it will in the next few weeks and i'm going to do it I'm going to sit down and watch these films or these shows, even if I have to do it in intervals, if you know what I mean. But yeah, that's basically why, you know, but basically to end this topic, that is why, you know, a lot of us have yet, that is the reason why a lot of us, despite owning or, you know, buying slash owning movies and shows or having them given to us um, as gifts, that is why we haven't had a chance to watch them. That's the reason, uh, primarily. So, again, I do apologize uh, for not taking the opportunity to watch those. And But with time coming up real soon where I can relax and everything, I'm probably going to do so. If not, more, more than likely will. So... Uh, but again, I do apologize, and I uh, hope you guys can understand that. So, okay, so with that said, moving on to the next topic here. Uh, work, essential or not staffing, going through changes, and employees who haven't been there long enough getting leveled up before long-time employees, employees, and why? Now, I know that didn't make any sense, but basically getting to the gist of it there's a lot of jobs essential or not essential that's been open during this time that have gone through a lot of changes and there are certain employees that have that have yet to be there as long as long-time employees like let's say myself at my job that are getting leveled up before us and the question is why 
The question is really, why are these people that have only been there like five, six months, why are they suddenly getting this opportunity to be ahead of everybody else when from an old school perspective, you should be relying on those that have been there longer? And, you know, the honest question, the honest answers as to why it's happening, I, I could I can't. Well, that's an answer. Well, honestly, the answer is kind of like many answers. One of the answers I can think of is perhaps they have a background. They have a background in leadership, management. You know, you know, at the other jobs they have had. So, with that background, that states, oh yeah, I've been a leader at this job prior to this one, or I've been a manager doing these shifts at this job before this one. Maybe that's why they're getting the opportunity because they know what to do. They can handle it better. Um, the other reason being maybe, maybe because a lot, because here's the thing, a lot of jobs do this and I hate to say that I'm not trying to say anything, but maybe it's because that individual has a certain look. That individual has a certain look that could pass as being someone you could take as an authority figure, as someone that you would listen to, you would respect, and that customers who might have attitudes would respect as well and basically be willing to listen to you more so than anybody else. I'm just saying. The other reason could be maybe they know somebody there that's already kind of in a management role that is showing a bit of favoritism and saying, you know what, I could put this person, but I'm going to put you instead. So even though you haven't been here as long as they have, I'm going to put you instead because you're my buddy. I don't know. Again, I can't really say it's it, it it's it's multiple answers is what it is. It's multiple multiple answers and could be multiple reasons. But you know the que- but you know the thing is when when you see that happening, of course it's going to probably get to you a little bit. And I know that from experience. Um uh myself at various jobs I've had, including the current one. But, you know, like I said, it's going to get to you um, no matter what or how you feel about it. But in the end, in the end, folks, you know, you kind of, you know, when you see it happening day after day and you see exactly maybe as to what that person who's been put in that position is capable of doing, then you kind of get the idea of, okay, I see why they did it why they gave that person the shot, why they gave them the opportunity. You start to get a better idea. Because, yeah, even when, and yeah, I'll admit, even when you get a better idea as to why they did it and you see it for yourself, it still gets to you. You're like, well, why didn't they call upon me? You know, well, why didn't they call upon that person? And again, it could be numerous reasons. It's because they have a certain look to them. Maybe they know of somebody. You know, and higher that's higher up than them that is trying to put a good word in for them, showing favor to them. Or maybe they have background experience in other areas. We don't know. But once you see in Hello to Able Beauty, uh, but like I said, when you see for your own eyes exactly what they're able to do and how they handle the situation, then you kind of get the idea of, okay, 
I get it. Now I see why they did it. Now I see why <coughs> why they put that person in charge. I, I totally get it now. I totally see it. So, so yeah, you know, you know that could be one of the reasons. You know, you know that could be one of the reasons why they're getting the opportunity before those who have been there longer. Like let's say someone like myself or many others. You know, this is why they're getting it, because it could be any one of those reasons. Now, does it mean it's a permanent situation? No, it's only temporary because of what's going on right now. It's like it's like the topic said, work, essential or non-essential, going through changes, changes. You know, employees who, have, who haven't been there long enough getting leveled up before long-time employees. Because of what, what's going on right now, a lot of people don't want to come to work. And whether or not their job opens back up, they're still going to be reluctant. They're going to say, look, I'm going to use my PTO. I'm going to use my LOA, leave of absence or whatever, or my vacation time. And I'm not going to come to work until I'm 100% certain, or at least 75% certain, or you're 100 or 75% certain things are cool. So, you know, so that's why a lot of things are going through changes. I mean, there is... Various management, front end, back end, in the middle, departments, whatever, at various retailers that, you know, that are not, not at work because of what's going on. And they don't want to be at work until either um, things are more in the clear, more, things are more stabilized, or they have family they have to watch over because fam- some of their family might be receptive to what's going on. And this is why certain individuals, even if they haven't been there long enough, probably are getting the opportunity. It's either because they have a background in management, in leadership, either because they know somebody that's already in management that they're close friends with, they put in a good word for them, or two, they just have that certain authority look. We don't know. But, you know, is it something that should be looked at and fixed? Absolutely. Should it be something that gets discussed in various regional meetings between store managers and whatever, when the regional manager brings them all together? Absolutely. It should be. There is no doubt that they need to discuss that because one of the things that a lot of people, including myself, get trained on is if you want an opportunity, you need to earn it. And I'm not saying that people that haven't been there long enough, maybe several months or something like that, haven't earned it because they have. But there are certain things that they still need to learn. That's obviously true. And I know I'm not the only one that knows that or sees that. But yeah, I think it's honestly something that will need to be discussed in regional meetings with store managers and the regional manager. And if a regional manager is more like by the book, old school, and they're like, well, well, I want, uh, and they're like, well, I go by, I go off by years of, you know, servitude or train or work. Or employment. I don't go by just the backgrounds and all that. And oh, this person's a buddy of this person. I go by how long that person's been at the job. You know, some regional managers they're like that. Some store managers are like that. And if a regional manager was to say, "Look, stop doing this to the man- store managers and all that," and say, "Hey, look, you need to go by years of experience instead of, oh, this person's got a background in this, or this person's buddy-buddy with that, or this person has a certain look. If they, you know, if they want that to happen, that has to happen. But again, it's not my call. It's not anybody else's call at their jobs. You know, we just 
how to do, you just have to um, work with it. And honestly, I've seen the results and I understand exactly why certain people get put in this position. You know, so people that they, that that individual puts in charge while they take a break or a lunch, should that person be running things? Uh, no, honestly. And I don't mean it that offensively. I think if you're going to give it off to somebody, give it to somebody that you know you can trust. So, and not somebody that's going to be like, uh, okay, let me check this. Let me check that. Uh, no, that again, no offense by that, but just, you know, give it to somebody that, you know, you can trust. So if not, give it to the person above you. I'm just saying, but again, I can understand why, you know, this, why that happens, why people with, like I said, that have not been there long enough are given this opportunity is either three reasons. You know, they either have a background in it, management leadership. They either have that certain look that gives off authority and leadership. Or three, they know somebody that's buddy-buddy with them that put a good word with them. Who knows? But that's just my opinion on it. It's, again, it's not my call. It's not my call whatsoever. All right, so next up. We got two more topics to go. The second to last topic here. Fourth of July fireworks shows canceled for this year. Not so fast, to quote Lee Corso on college football today. Not so fast. You see, with what's going on, reports are going around. The Fourth of July fireworks shows are being canceled. Uh, you want to give us your source as to who said that? Because. I don't see any 4th of July shows being canceled whatsoever. I don't. I don't see it happening either way. Because remember what Trump has said beforehand. He can have absolute authority. He can say, I want certain things to happen, and they will. So if Trump says, you know what? We're about America. We're about the freedom of our country. We're going to celebrate the 4th of July the way it should be celebrated. And he says, every city that canceled the 4th of July thing, restart it, put it back up. They will. They will have no choice but to do it. They will have no choice but to do it. Because you know why? They can say it's canceled, but that's only right now a tentative tentative, uh, solution. I guarantee you no 4th of July stuff is going to be canceled. Because if it's canceled, then what's the point of selling fireworks, right? What's the point of doing that? Honestly, I don't think not, I don't think any 4th of July um, shows are going to be canceled. And if they're considering it, then you know what? They need to reconsider because guarantee you our president's going to say, that we that I, I guarantee you our president's going to be like that ain't happening, that ain't constitutional. We're letting them happen. We're going to make these shows happen. So, guarantee Fourth of July fireworks shows will happen. They will happen, and it's like I said before when I commented on this uh, article I read on Facebook that talked about this. I said, don't believe everything the media says. Don't believe them. So, so yeah, I honestly think 4th of July shows will resume. They will happen this year. 
and they will not be canceled. I think the cancellation ideas are only tentative. In other words, they're just being put up right now as a possibility, not legitimately. So I believe they're still going to happen. They'll basically what I see is they're going to happen, and they're going to happen with certain with the guidelines in place. That's what I think is going to happen. But yeah, I don't think they're canceled. So don't be so fast in believing that. All right, don't be don't be so fast in believing that. All right, so the last topic we're going to end it on a good note here. It before I hop in the shower and get myself ready for work. My Little Pony Friendship is Forever is not just a comic book by IDW anymore. Okay, in case you're wondering, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. In case you don't know, and you should, uh, the animated portion of it ended this past October, October 12th. And uh, there was rumors going around, even through various leaks, unfortunately, that there was a spinoff occurring that was going to take place continuity-wise uh, within Friendship is Magic, mostly between the aftermath of the ending of, of the bat, of the final battle with the villains, villains uh, the terrible trio, if you will, for that season, and Twilight Sparkle's coronation as the new ruler of Equestria. So basically, there was word going around that something was going to take place during that timeline. And that's where Friendship is Forever comes in, because as we see in the last episode, which is known as The Last Problem, Starlight is pre- Starlight Glimmer and Spike present Twilight with this kind of videography scrapbook or photo book or video album, if you will, of all the best memories she's had with the, main, with the rest of the main six, main seven, main eight, if you will, basically that Twilight has had with all of them. And what Friendship is Forever is doing is focusing each of the six episodes on members of the main group talking to Twilight, reminiscing about the best moments and not-so-best moments, how they influenced each other and stuff like that. And they've all been doing pretty well. So far, we have gotten Rarity. We've gotten in a, what was it, Rarity in... Addressing memories, excuse me there. We had Pinky and Cake for the Memories. We had Fluttershy and Manajiri or Manajirin or whatever. And recently we had Rainbow Dash and Deep Tissue. Now we got Applejack next and then apparently the last one, Starlight and Spike. So, uh, so yeah, they're doing. So obviously, that's what the show is: is to fill in the void of how you know Starlight and Spike got the memories into that album that they that scrapbook album that they presented to Twilight after the coronation in the in Last Problem, which was um, the coronation was actually part of a story flashback that now Alicorn Celestial sized <laughs> uh, Twilight was telling her student Luster Dawn. So. So yeah, basically that's what friendship is forever ever is, and what I mean by it's not just a combo book by IDW by IDW anymore. Uh, in case you guys also read the comics by IDW, they did a spinoff series. One of the first spinoff series they did was called Friendship Is Forever, or Friends Forever, or something like that. 
um, I guess it's under <laughs> under the same titles or something. I don't know. Well, it kind of means the same thing. Friendship, friendship is forever. It's just a more lengthened title of Friends Forever. But anyway, it has the same concept. But Friends Forever, aka Friendship is Forever, the IDW version, uh, basically took one of the main characters and teamed them up with another character that is seen in the series, but not prominently. Uh, for example, you know, one of the first ones I got in that series was Celestia and, Sp- Celestia and Spike teaming up. So you, so that kind of gives you an idea there. They've even had Pinky with Luna. They've had Trixie with Rarity, stuff like that. So that's what Friends Forever, the IDW equivalent of Friendship is Forever, um, was about. And basically, we kind of see a similar concept here, where it's just Twilight reminiscing with one of the other main seven, main eight on their memories. And again, the next two are the next two episodes are focusing on Applejack, and then the other one is Spike and Starlight. So it's going to be really intriguing, and it's actually pretty good. It is yet to air officially here in the U.S., but you can find it on various social sites now uh, because it was airing for, because it's, because it's premiering first right now in Australia. So you can also find it through places like PonyTube, Facebook, My Little Pony Friendship with Magic, Facebook related groups, uh, group pages, and through various sites like the YT, Vimo, and all those others. But it's actually pretty good. You get, it's actually pretty good uh, and everything. And, I highly recommend it. Highly recommend checking it out. Um, but yeah, that's what Friendship is Forever uh, is about. It's not just a comic book anymore by IDW, which was under the title similar to it called Friends Forever. So um, yeah, that's what. So yeah, that's basically what friend. So that's basically what it is. And I do recommend watching it to kind of if you're really about being completist, a completist, if you will, watch it. You'll enjoy it. But anyway, though, guys, that pretty much is going to do it for today's midweek Wednesday topics on my mind. I got to hop in the shower now. But thank you all for watching. Thank you all for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Uh, let me know what you all think down below in the comments section about some of the topics I've had to talk about. And that's about it, guys. I'm going to hop into the shower now, get myself ready. And I am out. God bless. Take care. Have a good day. And you probably see maybe some videos throughout the day. Um, as well. Uh, I'll talk about that probably in the next topics, Bugs. But I got to get ready for work, guys. Peace out.